Your reputation precedes you. Jeez. Having any fun yet? Admit I wasn't expecting an invitation back. They're called orders, Maverick. Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You were here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, aka Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. the best there is. Who the hell are they going to get to teach us? And welcome back to the Film Reel cast. Neil, how are you, mate? I'm very well, thank you. And of course, we're going to be talking about Top Gun Maverick. We haven't spoken since we did the podcast last <laughs> week, and since then, we've both seen the film. I pinned my heart to the sleeve. I was there... I was excited and just in love and in awe with everything with Tom Cruise's name on it. And you were polar opposites, really, weren't you? Massively, yeah. yeah. I saw it as a cash cow and something that should have been left alone and kept in the 80s where it belonged. But, yeah. So, yeah, so we've, we've seen the film. Yes. And we didn't go together. We both went different places. You know the way I feel. And yeah. I... I when I saw the film, I I just I was in love. I mean, I was really emotional for me mm. personally when the the opening credits started. It meant this film was a family film, and yeah. I, I lost my dad, and we watched it together numerous times. So when the music started, and it's we're just going to uh, spoil the film, by the way. So if anyone hasn't seen Top Gun Maverick yet, go and watch it and come back and listen to this. That it starts very similar to the original one on the flight deck of a carrier. As soon as the music started playing, I I felt really emotional. Oh, bless you, mate. And like, I went with my mum, uh, my brother, because we wanted it to be a special thing because it meant so much to my dad. And yeah. we all felt the same thing. I looked over to my mum. Mum was in tears. Oh. And and from, on, from then on, the the whole film was fantastic. I cannot stress <laughs> just how much I like it. For me... I, I got more enjoyment out of f- from as many films I have watched this year, Marvel films. And it's one of the best films I've seen in so many years. It was mm. so good. It hit every single level of expectation. And I loved it. I really loved it. So, which I, I knew I would. And yeah. so this is the massive thing that I still don't know. Tell me (laughs) exactly. Tell me your experience. Tell me what you were thinking beforehand, Jerry, and I want to know everything. Well, any listener would know that I've badmouthed this from the moment it was announced. And obviously, I know it's been a bit of kryptonite for you, so I've used that to my advantage. (laughs) However, I know that obviously it is very dear to your heart and and everything, and that is an emotional tie. So I I even wish you, on on the day you went and saw it, I said I hope it was everything you wanted it to be. You did. You did. You were lovely. And I'm really pleased that it was. And I have to be honest, I got to the cinema, I went with my dad, and I've never been to the cinema with my father. Amazing. For various reasons. So it was a really nice treat for me. So it's sort of of slightly similar in a a weird way, I guess. Hmm. 
so it was you know a nice and you know i didn't do what you did and i didn't go to the imax and spend 30 pounds on a ticket and all this i, went, <laughs> I spent six pound 99 on my ticket and you know it was it was fine but i'll be honest i was i went in there thinking this is just going to be a pile of shit it's going to be a load of callbacks and everything like these films usually are yeah. and i'll be honest with you mate the first half of that film i was sitting there eating humble pie by the bucket load because <laughs> honestly it was so good i was sat there and i was like my fucking god this is amazing the flight scenes were amazing the acting was amazing that you know watching yeah. documentaries after and appreciate how awesome all these stunts were done and it was like they they had like one take because they were up there and they had to press the camera themselves yeah. and film it and if they got it wrong and one of the actors accidentally deleted all the footage yeah so they had to do it all again and when you look at all that but i was sat there in the cinema and i was just absolutely blown away and then it happened go for it and then it happened and i was just the the there was right funnily enough right there was a guy sat next to me with his wife and uh sort of teenage daughter i think and yeah. we both basically sighed exactly the same time when can it, i guess the bit that you're go on, please do at. go on there's a couple of bits that i think you could have sighed at yeah and my top of my list is when he went and took the f-14 tomcat what is that when he's escaping yeah no oh no 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 it was way before that it was oh really way before that yeah oh okay um, go for it no it it sort of the whole thing, and this is my major issue with it, was the whole thing with Goose's son. Yeah. And their whole loggerheads thing. Yeah. I kind of accepted it for what it was. But as soon as he chose him for the mission, when he wasn't ready for the mission, because he felt like he had to make up for it, yeah. and he nearly cocked it up, and then he's sitting there, say, say, and he's like, speak to me, Goose. And then the kid turns around and goes, talk to me, Dad. I was like, fuck off instantly i was like it's too much now and then after that when tom cruise gets shot down in his plane saving his life he then breaks the rules to save tom cruise's life and gets shot out of the air and no word he goes miles away from tom cruise then all of a sudden he does his run yeah and he's there and he's still on the floor it's like it became so unrealistic that the guy next to me just he, I kept hearing him turn to his wife and go, "This is a pile of shit." Wow! And oh. it was so interesting because I was sat there saying this film was amazing, and I was going to sit here and say eat stupid amounts of humble pie and say, "I'm really sorry, Stu. I should yeah. never have doubted you." But I came out of that cinema and I was like, "A missed opportunity." Well, that's really interesting. It really is, and that got. A different reaction and in my cinema as i say when it, the film finished people like there was a clapping in the audience everyone just really oh. really enjoyed it and oh. it didn't happen got... in my cinema i can tell you that there was not <laughs> one cheer and there was there was lots of laughs there was some yeah. one-liners but i'll be honest there was a lot of groans in the cinema when i went to with a lot of the stuff that happened yeah in the final third of that film because the story, I'd, I, I thought the trailers were very, very clever with the story, mm. um, which 
sent people in a different direction. I said, uh, I thought one of his um, pilots were going to die because there was a funeral scene. Yeah. And obviously it's Val Kilmer. And I loved Val Kilmer's part in it. Yes. It was really emotional. And knowing how much Val Kilmer wanted it and how much Tom Cruise fought to get him in there. And it, it was a really, really good MacGuffin, the fact that it was his funeral. Oh, definitely. And, and you know what? When he was saying, talk to me, Goose, and he, he wants, he's kind of still there, that memory, he talks to him. Mm. When I go cycling, I talk to my dad and I have conversations yeah. with my dad. And I know it's, so for a personal note for me, I could relate to both of them when what they were doing. Mm. It was the only time I kind of thought, well, that's a convenience and <laughs> it's contrived was when <laughs> that they took the F-14 Tomcat. Oh, that's bollocks. That is and that, I, that, that for me was like, it's a shame because they really fitted that nostalgia in there and it was yeah. an angle for them to do it. But, it was a means to an end to bring them together and to mm. put all the ghosts behind. Um, and I don't think they could have done that any other way, but I thought, I, I thought in the end, because after once they did that, I thought, mm, maybe. <laughs> and then I forgot that instantly because I was soon thinking, fuck it. Is Tom Cruise actually going to get shot out of the sky? Is he going to die? Is it going to be a reversal of what happened before? with yeah. Goose? And it was so exciting. I'd, mm. And I, I completely forgot it, and I just thought, shit, I didn't expect Tom A to get shot out of the sky anyway, because I thought he was going to be the one to shoot everyone. And it was really good, the fact that he took a back seat in a lot of this, that I thought it worked really well and gave a lot of his co-stars the front row. But the bit, it was just so exciting. I was fucking on the edge of my seat. The main plot story is to destroy it, um the target, which is like the equivalent of a bottom of a volcano, and you go in at an angle, go out at such an angle. Yeah. And John Hamm, who's a fantastic actor, he was so good in this, I really enjoyed it, that said, as soon as uh, he got rid of Cruz, because Val Kilmer was the only one keeping him in there, yeah. he extended the mission time to four minutes, and when Tom Cruise got his own plane and just did oh. it himself, and cut the time for two minutes, when you saw him flying it, knowing he is flying that, it, oh, fuck me that was so exciting it was really really exciting you could have heard a pin drop in that cinema if, uh, honestly i can't i cannot disagree with anything you've just said in relation to that scene however you look at it and there's no way you would have been allowed out in that plane anyway because you'd already been grounded before that so it's a complete piece of nonsense however it makes for good cinema so because yeah. you look at it after and you know well that would never happened or it's very unlikely that would have ever happened and all this sort of stuff and you're talking about the mission you never find out where the mission is you're just told there's a nuclear site like plant under the ground in the middle of this volcano like like you say mm. mountain range and stuff you never know where it is which is quite weird in itself but i guess you don't need to know but then mm. the, the funny thing is they use tomahawk missiles to destroy an entire airfield an airbase and you're like well why didn't they just use that to destroy the bunker they're laser driven missiles that can land exactly where you want them to go but obviously that wouldn't have made a film but things like that you sit there and you go well you probably wouldn't need to do that would you you know, it's still made for good entertainment. But I have yeah. to be honest, the last bit, when he, 
the whole being shot out of the sky, it all very turned very Hollywood and very convenient in this sort of relationship between um, Maverick and Rooster. Funnily enough, he's called Rooster when his dad was called Goose yeah. and stuff. And and then when they nick that plane and he then, in this really old plane, shoots down two brand new planes and stuff. And you can think, yeah, no, I can accept that. He's the better pilot. And then the third one, when they're trying to fly this back to the, the ship, I was just, it, it was so obvious what was going to happen. I was just like, well, come on then. When's it going to happen? You knew that someone was going to take off and shoot down that plane that was behind them. And funnily enough, they wait right until the point where he releases the missile to blow them both up, that he then gets shot out of the sky. And it was just, oh, okay. It just all became a bit too easy and a See, bit I love that. Thrived. Oh, I'm sure you did, mate. And it was good action. But to me, I was just like, Pfft. it was so obvious. It was it, to a certain degree. But the excitement, there was still an element of is one of them going to die for the sake of the greater good? No. And I honestly didn't know what was going to happen. And I thought it was great that Hangman got in there and took him out because he was a he was a really good character, typical arrogant and flashy and stuff like that. What you'd expect them to be very Hollywood like, but I just thought it was really good and it just worked out well. I thought Miles Teller as his dad was fantastic. I thought he was he's a really great actor anyway, and I always go to Whiplash. If anyone can see Whiplash on Netflix, he's amazing, outstanding in mm. that, and I thought he was really good, and he could have been a double of goose of his dad i thought they they nailed it didn't they oh massively i mean you could tell it was him instant even in the trailers couldn't you like because the fact that he's obviously grown a moustache exactly like goose so obviously as as a memory to him and stuff like that and but yeah they spit an image it is almost like it's him it's it's brilliant yeah definitely but yeah yeah, jennifer connelly i thought was great as peggy benjamin she was really really good yeah, no, she was really good. Like I say, there's no, I don't think there was any bad actors in this film. It, none of it was badly acted. I think even the daughter, uh, Jennifer Connelly's daughter in it, was brilliant. Yeah. When she just finds, because Tom Cruise obviously gets thrown out the window when he's <laughs> so had a bit funny. of penny, and he lands, and she, he's, she's at the window, and his face, <laughs> and her, oh, it's just comedy gold. You know, the whole cinema erupted in laughter and stuff. And there was lots of sort of good moments like that. And I, yeah. I have to say, mate, I, I you know, I, I think obviously, um, oh, what's his, the guy that came and shot him out? Um, Hangman. Yeah. I basically, he was like Iceman for me. He was like the new Iceman, arrogant, thought he was the best. And, cause oh, that's he was, very yeah, that much... stick in his mouth as well. Exactly the yeah. same as Iceman who had a pen in his mouth when he's there. And... Exactly. You know, there, there was there was a lot of sort of homages throughout the film, which is absolutely fine. You kind of accept it. And, you you know, it's a nice little nod. And I have to agree, Val Kilmer in it and the fact that he's obviously dying and it's very sad. And his scene in it was brilliant. And the way they ended that conversation, he's like, you know, tell me which who is the better pilot. And yeah. Tom Cruise turns around and goes, don't ruin it. it was it was brilliant and i you know i i cannot say that i wouldn't guarantee um say to people to watch this i think you should go and watch it but i'd have to i'd have to give it with a caveat unfortunately it's lovely how it resonated with you and i i'm so pleased 
I really am so pleased that it was everything you wanted it to be and needed it to be. And <clears throat> excuse me, that your family enjoyed it in the way you did. And for me, that's that's made the film even better. Yeah. But for anyone that hasn't got that nostalgia attached to it, it is a brilliant film. But it lets itself down with being predictable and unnecessarily over the top towards the end when it's trying to be a film that's as close to true life as physically possible. Yeah, yeah, I, understand, I completely understand the direction you're coming from. And one thing that I was very pleased, which I was concerned about, was <laughs> the obviously you've got the famous, you've got the very strange song I Love Playing With The Boys and they're doing volleyball <laughs> in the original Top Gun. Yeah. Um, which when we go and review that film we'll have a long conversation about yeah. but when they're actually playing american football on the beach i was really concerned as to how they're going to fit that in and is this going to be a spoiler and just too much of a homage mm. to the original and not actually be a, a, an appropriate part appropriate yeah. scene in the film but i thought it was very clever the way they did it as very. team building because they were arguing yeah. And that panned out really well. Uh, and it's kind of each stage when it's certain things like this happened, it was like a big sigh of relief for me as if like, wow, they've they've done that really well. They've explained that well. They've justified it. And yeah. it, it was very, very good. And I, w- I was just blown away. The cinematography of this film is just unbelievable. To go and see that in IMAX on that screen, which I've never seen a bigger screen in my life like this. I was literally looking left and right yeah. as the planes were going, but it was just so good. And yeah, I'm going to go and see it again on Sunday. I've already booked tickets up. I oh, don't blame you, mate. I really don't. I, I was just at a cine world, but I was, it was obviously packed in there and I ended up, we ended up getting tickets three rows from the back. So sim- uh, from the front, so similar to you. And obviously my screen was nowhere near the same size as yours, but I was it's a good bloody. price though. Really good price. Six ninety nine, mate. If you're a member, it's six pound fifty. And obviously you've got these the Cineworld card, which I think I might get, which is like ten pound a month. And that's so good. And it's it's really good price. And you know, I, I had to look left and right at the screen, and it was a really good cinematic experience. And I'll be honest, if I had a card like you, I'd go and see it again because I did wow. enjoy it. I really yeah. would recommend anyone to go and see it. I think just for the cinematography alone in relation to the flights and watch the documentaries, because if you watch the making of it, you appreciate this film even more. The lengths they went to to make to do these shots and stuff. And some of them were one offs. Yeah, because there's that one, isn't it? The beginning where he basically flies over um, the Ed general. Harris. Yeah, that's trying to shut them down. That was a one-off. That wasn't actually supposed to happen. That was brilliant. The story behind that was fantastic, yeah. wasn't it? In the interview yeah. that he was, as he came towards them, he warned them, have you got everything nailed down? <laughs> so I'm coming in low and fast. <laughs> yes, we have. Yes, we have. And then the roof comes off. And uh, <laughs> wow, what an experience for Ed Harris to see that happen. I mean, that's just amazing scene, oh, isn't yeah. it? It is. And that's the thing. It's This film is full of amazing scenes. It's just so good and like i said at the beginning of the pod i was i was because i really wanted to go in there and be right about yeah. it being shit and i was sat there i was going oh fucking hell i'm really gonna have to sit and basically eat your ass for an hour when we talk about it because it was so good 
I'm so ends. pleased you enjoyed it. Honestly, I, yeah. I'm really, really pleased, and I totally understand your perspective. And yeah, t- to me, this film means so much on so many different levels. So I have got rose tinted glasses. Anyway, I fully admit that, but it was, it just met on every level of the expectation and it's broken so many records, hasn't it, as oh, well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Highest ever grossing film, uh, Tom, uh, his Tom Cruise film ever, isn't it? Yes. Day and stuff. And it's just, it's, yeah. I mean, God knows how much it costs to make. I haven't even looked at that. To be no. Clear. It must have been ridiculous amounts. But even my local cinema looking to go this week it's sold out every night up until sunday yeah so and that's it's showing kind of like four times five times a day so it's just yeah it's going to keep making money which i think is a fair representation to be honest and my son and my eldest son hadn't seen it the original one mm. so but he still enjoyed like the action stuff but lots of things were obviously lost on him with regards to his dad and different things like that course, but yeah. my youngest one when he came out he was buzzing and uh, he turned around and said i want to be a fighter pilot i thought that was oh, so sweet bless. yeah my little baby boy he's uh, he's only 14 months sorry 16 months and um he's obsessed with planes absolutely That's cool. you walk him around and he spot he spot a plane in the sky and point and say plane and stuff so i can't wait for him to be able to be old enough to watch this because he will be clapping and loving it so yeah, yeah. That's, that's amazing oh that's so good i'm so pleased and I've been waiting, jeez, <laughs> all day, every day as the pod gets closer to do this little extra podcast. What does he think? He's not dropped any fucking hints. I would nope. not play poker against you because nope. I did not know which way you were going to go. <laughs> I'm a proper bastard when it comes to this because I knew <laughs> how much it meant to you and stuff. But yeah, in all seriousness, I will eat humble pie. I will sit here and say it is amazing. Oh, I'm just so pleased, mate. Honestly, yeah. so, so pleased. So, well, that's it. I mean, the wait's over. I mean, it, it's so good. And if anybody else has seen this, I'd love someone um, to email in or even tweet us in uh, to gmail.com or the film realcast uh, on Twitter. If you didn't like this film, let us know why you didn't like it. Mm. Because I would love to know if someone just outright hated this film, it's shit. And I'd love to know why, because there are so many good reasons to like this and there's so many reasons for some bits that you do roll your eyes and we've we've spoken about that but let us know if you really loathe and detest this film and uh, we'll get you banished from planet earth so (laughs) coming up next we will have james and we are finally going to talk about another film that could well be divisive on the podcast we're going to talk about michael keaton we're going to talk about Batman, Jack Nicholson, all of it. Is it going to go down? Well, I know from a few people on the pod, it will. Is it going to be a complete three, three thumbs up? So tune in, download and listen to our next podcast, which I believe could even be 200. So I think we've hit the magic 200. So it will be, is it 1989 Batman? Is that the one? It is 1989. There you go. 1989. So thanks ever so much. I hope you've enjoyed this. And uh, again, I've loved talking about Top Gun. It's such a fucking great film. So go out. If you haven't seen it, you'll love it. If not, tell us why. But thanks for taking the time to listen. And we will be back with Batman.